0: Welcome back to the Encourage Her community podcast. This is Holy Week. We, we are at Monday of Holy Week, and what a better time to be encouraging each other to be in prayer. I can't think of a better time to be talking about prayer with Easter on the horizon, just less than a week away. I hope that um, last week you got a chance to listen to Sarah's message of hope, which was all about prayer. And I loved that Sarah acknowledged that prayer is such a big topic and that we possibly, you know, we couldn't possibly conquer all aspects of prayer in just four short podcasts. So we want to acknowledge that too. Again, that we are not saying we've conquered this thing called prayer, that we're doing it perfectly or that we have all the solutions for you, but we want to encourage you in prayer. And that is our goal. So, Last week, as I said, Sarah presented a message of hope, and my job today is to give you a practical way to pursue prayer. And I want to just first, before I pray to open us up, I want to read a scripture that Sarah referenced last week, kind of as my foundational scripture for today's um, message for you. So she read from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 through 18. So I'm going to be reading from 1 Thessalonians, and then I'm going to open us up in prayer and get started. So again, 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18, and it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ for you. And I want to sort of stay in that place of focusing on the section there, verse 17, that says, pray without ceasing. And Sarah even said this last week, like, how do we do that? How do we pray without ceasing? It sort of sounds unattainable, right? She said last week, like, I have so much going on and I can relate to that. So much going on in my day. How do I possibly pray without ceasing? So I love words, as you guys know, and I love to break down words just to help me understand it a little bit more. Sometimes I can be a little thick-headed, and it takes me a long time to learn something. So I like to really dissect it, um, and I hope that that helps you and encourages you as well. So I'm going to take that word ceasing, and we're just going to sit in that for a minute and think about that. So the word cease means to bring or come to an end to bring an end to something, or to come to an end to something. A few synonyms for the word cease are to halt or to stop, to completely stop something. And God is asking us to do the opposite, to never stop, to never come to an end, to never halt. So that made me think of the word consistent that in order to pray without ceasing, that would require a consistency. So I looked up that word. And let's listen to this. The word consistent, and I want you to have kind of the filter of thinking about prayer as I read these definitions. So the word consistent in the realm of prayer. And it says consistency is acting or doing something in the same way over time. It can be something that you're compatible or in agreement with, and it is unchanging in its nature, never changing. Something that is done over time in the same way and something that you are in agreement with, or you are compatible with. I thought that was really neat. And when we're thinking about prayer, that first definition, the same way over time, although I understand that consistency means to continually pray, I don't think that means that we're going to do it the exact same way all the time or that you or I will pray in the same way. To Sarah's point last week, there's lots of ways to pray, and we're not here to tell you that there's one right way, but we're here to say, pray, girl, pray, (laughs) connect with God, right? It's about consistent communication with the spirit, not a certain method or a certain strategy, although there's many It's about doing it over time, consistently, unchanging. And by doing that, you become compatible with the spirit and in agreement with the spirit over time, right? You come to him in agreement. You come to him compatible or desiring to be compatible to him. And you hear about that, um, when you think about like a couple or people that get married, you'll hear people say, Oh, they're so compatible. They're so, you know, good together. And again, prayer is an intimate relationship much like a marriage in the sense that you go together, right? You are one. And that's what God wants for us. He wants to have a compatible, intimate relationship with us. And the only way to really get that is through consistent communication which is prayer. So, with all of that said, I wanted to read you a few scriptures. I'm going to reread Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And then I'm going to read a few more, and then I'm going to stop and pray before I encourage you. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, Ephesians six eighteen, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end keep alert, with all perseverance making supplication for all the saints. Philippians four, four through seven. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart's And your minds in Christ Jesus. And lastly, Colossians 4 2 through 4. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear. Which is how I ought to speak. Join me in prayer. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for the women listening right now and just this topic, which we know is so important to you um, communication with you, ultimately, prayer, Lord. Thank you that you've given us a way, that you've provided a way for us to renew our minds and reconnect to you on the daily through your word. We know your word is transformative and it's active and alive, and we pray just through this podcast, through this time together, through your word, that we are able to reconnect or connect deeper with you, Lord, through prayer. We pray that this word encourages the women listening and that really, truly, that they leave this podcast with even greater desire to connect with you more consistently, Lord. We know you are a good God, and we praise you for your Son. In your name, amen. So ladies, a few things kind of stood out to me as I was sitting in these scriptures thinking about prayer. A few words popped out and a few thoughts. So I wanted to share uh, three things with you that sort of stood out to me as practical ways that we could pursue a consistent prayer life with the Spirit or consistent communication with God. The first is I kept knowing that I kept noticing, rather, in every verse, it mentioned the word rejoicing or thanksgiving. And that made me think of praise. So one thing that can kind of cause us to cease praying is our lack of praise. We want to praise him. And sometimes it's hard. It's hard to rejoice, if we're being honest, during hard circumstances. But we're asked in all circumstances to praise him at all times to rejoice in the Lord and to, be pers- to persevere in that. See, so he's acknowledging that it may be hard. By encouraging us to persevere, he's alluding to the fact that we may need to have perseverance, right? There might be some things going on that cause us to need to persevere in our praising, So by being more mindful and consistent and even praying for a heart of praise, I think would be beautiful so that we can stop more often in our days and praise. Not saying it's easy, but saying it's beautiful and it leads to connection. If we can stop and rejoice, Lord, thank you for this day. I praise you for this moment. Although it is hard, I know that you are good. And I know that you're going to grow me through it. I thank you for the weather. It can be as simple as that. I thank you for the sun. And as hard as I thank you for this diagnosis. Again, ladies, we're not minimizing the difficulty of this at times. But we are encouraging you to have a rhythm of praise in your life. And often when you don't have words to speak, it's helpful just to go to praise. To be reminded of what can I praise him for? Instead of focusing on the things that I want to complain about or I feel are hard, impossible, dark, can we bring some light in? And can we praise him for the things you can see? There's so much we don't see, ladies, that we Can praise him for. But what do we see? What can we lift up praise and rejoice God for? That will help us in being consistent and communicating with him. And that sort of led me to my next thought, which was um, compartmentalizing. I think we're all guilty of this in that we kind of can box God out of aspects of our life. So maybe you pray for your marriage, but you don't pray for your job. Maybe you're really good about praying for promotions, but you don't stop to pray for your children. Maybe it's really easy to pray for the people who feel good to you and who are kind, but it's hard to pray for your enemy. But if we're being honest, God's asking us to pray in all things, right? To make our requests known. As it says in Philippians, but to pray consistently for that understanding that surpasses all of our knowledge. We're asked to pray in all things, which means all areas of our life. So there's a group of women at FCC right now going through a program with me called Revelation Wellness. And it's just a concept of inviting God into your wellness, meaning your body, your nutrition even your sleep, um, your movement exercise. And for many, I've noticed it's very new idea. What do you mean? Invite Jesus into my fitness. How do I do that? Right? So it's kind of a learning process, but it's the same idea that we compartmentalize him out of the body. It's the same in prayer. Ladies, we can easily pray about many things but not all things. So I guess the challenge would be a practical way to think about how to consistently pray is to maybe ask God to show you, what am I not praying about? What am I not seeking you in? Cause it, it says to seek the Lord first. So where are you not seeking him by being able to kind of define that and figure out where you're compartmentalizing him out will help you be more consistent Cause you can begin praying over that area of your life with him, inviting him into it, including him into it. He's all knowing. So he already knows what's going on there, but he's waiting for that invitation to be with you in that, to have a more full, whole relationship with you. He wants to be in all parts. <laughs> he made all parts, right? He's sovereign over all things. So why don't we just invite him into those areas, the good, the hard, Pray for it all. And then the last thing, it kind of goes back to that same idea um, of compartmentalizing. If we are wholly and fully inviting God into our whole life, we can be consistent. We can stay consistent. So by staying consistent with God, another practical way is just to acknowledge him every day. To look for him every day. To praise him, as we said, every day. And maybe at the end of the day, it, it might be a nice little thought to have at the end of each night. is like, where did I see God today? Right? Just consistently looking for him. Consistently talking to him. This could be, you know, prayer on the go. Prayer in the shower. It doesn't need to be, as we said, like this perfect, quiet. Meditative prayer time. Not everyone has that every day. I pray that you do have those times because they're incredible, that you're able to quiet yourself and slow down and be with the Lord. Absolutely, that's important. But often our lives are full. So, how do we go to the most important thing, right? First? And I think that's by being consistent throughout the day, just having conversations with Him in the car. At a red light, like I said, in the shower, while you're doing the dishes, while you're watching your children play outside all day, inviting him in to a relationship with you that will help us stay steadfast and consistent in all things. And then the beauty of that is you'll start to see him in all things because you're inviting him into all things and he's already working, but you will become more aware of where he's working, which is really cool to experience. The last thing I just want to leave you with is this idea of, you know, just being in his presence more consistently made me think of Eden. And really, you've probably heard this said before, but we are living in a world right now between two gardens, meaning that God created and formed the world and he gave Adam and Eve, you know, his first earthly children, this beautiful garden that was abundant and full, and met all of their needs. Um, and then, unfortunately, right, the fall happened, and sin entered the world, um, and Eden changed. Um, and, and Adam and Eve were, were distracted, and shame entered. And then our story continued, and we are in that continuation of the story, but what is to come is heaven. And it's a restored earth. It's a restored Eden where there will be no more curse. And the presence of God will be consistent. We will be consistently in the presence of God, just as we were to be in Eden, consistently praising and worshiping God in this beautiful environment of abundance We will return to that place. And that is the hope that we have found. That is the hope that we seek. That is the eternal perspective of where we are going after this earth. But we are still on earth, right? We're not of the world, but we're in the world. And just to find such hope and encouragement that we will one day be in perpetual presence of God. And how can we kind of get back to Eden in our everyday, How can we find moments of Eden with God? And it's by consistently communicating with him. You know, Adam and Eve didn't have like one event that they would do a day or one event that they would attend. They were just in a perpetual attitude of worship, a perpetual attitude of praise prior to the fall. And we will return to that It says in Revelations 22 verses 3 through 5 that there will no longer will there be anything cursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. The night will be no more. They will not need light of a lamp or the sun. For the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. That brings me such joy and hope. There will be no more night. He will be our light. We will literally see his face. I can't imagine. It makes me so excited, and with Easter on the horizon, it just makes me so full So full to think about the gift of salvation that we've been given and the gift of heaven to come. And ladies, let's find those moments with the Lord today. Ask him to give you the desire of your heart to be praying without ceasing. Unchanging in your nature to be consistent Maybe try out some more rejoicing this week. See if that helps you stay more connected to him. It is a relationship, right? He wants to have a relationship with you. And when you think about any relationship, the way to get deeper and more connected to someone is to consistently talk to them, right? That's how you form a relationship. And how you become closer over time is consistent connection. So ladies, let's get back. To prayer, and let's be, you know, let's be consistent in our communication with the Lord. I pray that this message encouraged you today. I'd love to hear from you in regards to prayer. Um, And I just hope that as you listen, I'm believing that He had just something really special for you through this podcast. So maybe go back and re listen to see what it was He has just for you. And then if you think of someone, share this with her. Who could this encourage today? Be a woman who intentionally encourages her. Love to you all. We'll see you again next Monday. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily, quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.